in real life, I don't make eye contact. Same. I do sometimes on the podcast, but I think, am I autistic? What's the word for it? I think I, I'm too retarded. Um, yeah, <laughs> special needs. <laughs> uh, gay. Feeling things, so I have to not do it. That sounds kind of cool, though. I guess, but uh, have you ever know. cried on a podcast? Nah. Come on. Some people would call yourself a podcast whore. Yes, definitely podcast whore, stage whore, dick whore. Ooh, you're naughty. What uh, was the your least favorite podcast of the one? Are we on? Is this is this your interviewing? Maybe. All right, all right. Hey, this is the first time I've seen you off the phone. In a yeah. conversation. Hey. hey, I am known for that. Yeah, there was a couple uh, times in the green room at Wise Guys. I was like, hey, buddy, I'm doing all the heavy lifting with these uh, these Utah queefs out here. Yeah, I just, you know, you love talking to people, especially <laughs> like new comics and yes. fans. That's, that's kind of your thing. Sure, yeah. I didn't want to steal your, th- you're the headliner. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Please steal, steal in the green room, steal, <laughs> steal my act, steal my thunder, steal everything. Yeah, steal I don't have my phone too much. You're right. You're right. No, no. Listen, I, look, I get it. it's easier, and we all want to do it. But hey, at some point, you gotta, you gotta help. You gotta contribute. Uh, I appreciate you calling me the, calling me out on this, and you waited till the podcast to do it. Well, you were just on the phone again. So I was posting. I was posting a picture of you on my story uh, to get people to leave voice. Part of this segment is we listen to voicemails if they leave them. Oh, yeah. And then you play them on here. Play them on here. People asking for help. I spoiled it. I spoiled the segment. Oh, well, I, I don't. Know and what then we make say. out for about ten minutes. Great on here. All right, I'm down. Better than making out with Bobby Lee again. Oh, yeah, been there. <laughs> He's uh, a touchy one. Mo Mandel is staying with me right now. I saw him last night. And he was like, oh, this is going to get a lot of listeners. Mark gets a lot of <laughs> listens. That's I really what he don't. Told me. <laughs> I really don't. Sorry, Mo. Uh, he told me you did his Jewish one. Yeah. And he, t- <laughs> he said he booked you one of three people he booked who he thought was Jewish, but yes, not. <laughs> which I take as a huge insult. But uh, no, Moe's cool. I love I love that people think I'm Jewish, and I, I enjoyed his pod. Jews don't get you don't get your due for the oppression. You don't mm-hmm. get your like street cred for like being oppressed. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's talking about Asians, but it's like, hey, hey, I know like nine people who hate Jews. Yeah, they we we're like the butt of every joke. Yeah. Well, you're for successful, s- so you're allowed to be mocked. That's probably what sucks. it is. Yeah. If I make a. Black joke, I'm canceled. Right. Someone makes a Jewish joke, anti-Holocaust joke, eh. Yeah, nobody fine. cares because you're doing I, but so But well. you know what? I don't care, so I get it. Good for you. Uh, you did Supernova while you were here. Two town. two of those last night, seven two of those. Nine. Did you do any other spots? No, I didn't. I was running around At least they much. were good ones. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this that outdoor show, 
Shout out to Charles Greaves and Mark Saratella for having me. Charles Greaves and Mark Saratella, good dudes. Paid handsomely, by the way. Oh, spill it. Yeah, good money and, you know, food, drinks, the whole kit and caboo. And great lineup. You know, your Jezelnecks, your Ross, your Eliza's. When you're on a lineup like that, is part of you nervous that they're watching you or you kind of pass that? You don't give a shit. I'm only nervous because it's it's not my town, and I got to represent the. Uh... You just don't want to make New York look exactly, bad. exactly. Okay. I'm the only New York guy there. They're nice enough to have me, and these people. That's the thing about L.A. guys and gals is you have so much money. Not you, but <laughs> they have so much money. They're Why so. Why you rich. say it like that? What do you mean? I maybe I have money. Well, maybe the Jewish family, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about. You, you're right. your no, wallet. No, you're right. I don't have money. You lost money coming to Wise Guys. Mm. But they have so much money, and they got these, they pull up, like Santino pulls up in this fucking hot rod Mercedes, you know, silver Batmobile thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I take the subway, and uh, so I'm like, all right, I got to bring it, because we don't have any money in New York. We're all broke. We're all gay. We're all just <laughs> writing bits and trying to have a new zinger. And apparently that doesn't pay the bills, and L.A. focused on what pays the bills. And it's pretty uh, humiliating when when I come out here and see people's homes and cars and women. You know, you have an old BMW. You're doing good. That's, that's true. That's German. That's luxury. That's true. I mean, it's an old beater. I mean, I bought it on Bring a Trailer for a couple Most of people grand. in New York don't own any car. That's true. That's true. You have a car. You're rich. I know, but these homes, Ari, it's unbelievable out here. Like you Bobby Lee's one. beautiful in the hills. He's got like a Scarface view of all the. You're the in city. better shape than most LA comedians. Okay. Okay. Oh, your your body. I'm gonna put it up on screen right now. Your body next to Jeff Ross's body. Oh, thank you, thank you. That way better body. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's an odd looking fella. He has one of the worst bodies. Yeah. Uh, recently. I was going out with a girl, went out with her three times, and I ended things with her. Not to brag, uh-huh. but I said, hey, this isn't working out. She tweeted on her Twitter with four followers. Not not that that matters. Not that I'm a, a follower whore, but she has four followers. Sure. And she tweeted, a guy with a potato-shaped body just dumped me. About you? About my body. Wow. Body shaming. Body shaming. Imagine that the other way? Couldn't imagine. And then, a, and then a week later, she te- drunk dialed me. <laughs> she wanted more potato shaped body. She wanted some spud. Yeah. Damn. She wanted that tater. You are known as having one of the best comedian bodies. Really? Yeah. I'll take uh, it. I also heard you killed last night. It went well. Thank you. Best comedian body. Oh, one of thanks. the best. I mean, how does that I'm make just, you feel? I'm just thin. That's the whole does thing. Does this get brought up a lot? Yeah, a lot. I'm just thin, and and as long as you keep it skinny, because you you're not fat. No. But there might be a little... I'm like a skinny fat guy. Yeah, skinny fat. So as long as you just lose that, the muscle is there. You're a a human being, a male. So Mm. there is muscle. So that's the whole key is just stay thin. So I don't eat bread. Now, are you ever concerned that you're too jacked to be a comic? Do you ever, like, hide your muscles on stage at all or anything like that? That's the... Like, like Jeff Dye was on last night, Uh and he's so handsome. It's, like, striking. And he's, like, 6'4", and he's dressed all sexy. He looked like a vampire with a trench coat. He's hot. Hot! Oh, yeah. I want him. Perfect amount of facial hair. I want to bring him home introducing my parents. It's crazy. And you're talking to him the whole time you're just going, like, I'm a bridge troll. I'm a ghoul compared to you. You know, it's all you can feel. Yeah, you're right. You're not hot. Yeah, so luckily, though, I get to cover my body. 
you know, I'm wearing a jacket and, a, you know, yoga pants, and he's got to show his face. But do you ever, like, would you wear the shirt I'm wearing right now, or do you think that would show? No, oh, yeah, I can, I'm, I'm just a frame, you know? There's no, like, definition going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you Google the words Mark Norman, which I have done because I was getting a picture of you off the internet. Sure. One of the first searches is Mark Norman wife. <laughs> they got to see if I'm a homosexual. So you probably thought, oh, most of my fans are dudes. Yeah. Well, they're gay dudes. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of dick pics. Do you? Yeah, DMs. How, what's a lot? Like one a day? Probably one a week. One dick pic a week, just random dick pic. For a month, yeah. Just like, hey, gay guys, like, hey, cutie, patootie, twinkie, whatever it is, here's my dong. I follow a lot of uh, adult entertainers in the in the world on Twitter and Instagram because uh, I'm a pervert. Yeah. And they complain about getting dick pics. Would you agree with their complaint? You say it's inappropriate to send a random dick pic, or are you like, yeah, it's not that bad? I mean, it's obviously inappropriate, but I don't care. I go, ah, I like to look at them. I compare, I contrast. <laughs> Why not? You know, it's not going in me. So I'm just like, ah. And I think for a lady, they're like, this is demoralizing and you're treating me like a whore, but I'm I'm already a straight dude. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Maybe. You're I don't, straight. I just favored them. Yeah. Straight adjacent. But uh, let me ask you about these porn stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a big porn guy. I, I like porn as Addiction. well. Oh, maybe, really? Maybe. What when's it become addiction? When it's interfering with other things. Okay, it's not technically not an addiction, but I feel guilty about it. All right, well that's pretty yeah. healthy. Yeah. I tell you, if you stop watching porn for like a week and a half, and then you watch it again, it's like whoa! You feel like a kid again, like a fourteen-year-old seeing it. Yeah, you shoot further loads. Yeah, that too. Longer distance. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, a good load shot is big because you don't want to dribble. It makes you excited. feel like a man when you yeah. shoot a powerful load. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, when you just dribble out, you're like, who am I? Yeah, but the porn star, have you ever been with one? Yeah, several. Really? Uh-huh. Sexually? Several porn women. But I kind of, I, I slide into their DMs a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's like a fantasy of mine. You never done it? No, I've, 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 I've flirted, a lot of flirting, a lot of like, hey, I'm a big fan, DM, DM, and I, I was so, because you know, when you're, you're a comic, you know, you don't want somebody to be like, tell me a joke, I didn't want to be like, blow me, you know, because that's their version. Yeah, well, I, so I never start with the blow me, mm. I'm very respectful, I usually start with a, hey, how are you, ah. or uh, a heart, Oh, heart. sometimes I just send a random heart. Just kind of, I put the feelers out. It's a numbers game. I'll message a hundred of them. This is my strategy with all women, not just porn stars. Uh -huh. It's a, it's just go big in numbers, see who is accepting. Hello, hello, my little therapy patients. It's me, Ari, and I today want to talk to my entrepreneurs, my small business owners. My female listeners that sell their panties on the internet. I don't know. Do you ship things? I do. I ship t-shirts on the internet. I ship my children's book. I sell my old electronics when I'm done using them. And shipping, as you do more of it, becomes a big pain in the behind. Boy, is it stressful. But I use a service called ShipStation, which for me makes it a lot less stressful because they are the number one e-commerce software right now online with more five-star reviews than anyone else. They take the stress out of your small business. They give you 
steeply discounted shipping rates with all the major carriers. That's UPS, FedEx, USPS. You can compare which carrier you want to use, and they give you the same rate that you would get if you were a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, you, who lives in your apartment shipping out T-shirts, you poor comedian, you could be using ShipStation and making more profit per shirt. Right now, just use my offer code THERAPY, and you will get a 60-day free trial. That's two months for free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click the microphone on top of the page, and type in the code THERAPY. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code THERAPY. Make ship happen. I use it. You could use it. Support me. Support ShipStation. And it is going to make your life a lot easier if you do shipping. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Sure. And then if they respond, game on, baby. Yeah. How are you? Who are you? When can we meet? Come over. No, yeah. know, get to know them a little bit first. How intimidating, though. I'm not that intimidated. I really? Don't know. I they're, got, they're a professional fucker. They're, at the end of the day, they're normal people. I got a good size hog on me. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not that good with it, but it's a good size. I guess, I don't know. I'm comfortable in that department. I feel like I'm the other way around. I got a not a good size hog, but I'm pretty good with it. I, I'd rather you i think no i'd rather be you because you can get good that's I what can't i was, get I was just dog. thinking that i was like i could train yeah i could get better they and one girl i was with who was a porn star was training me it's called uh it's called that's pretty hot it was hot it was i forget what it's called but uh to make yourself last longer and yes bed. edging that's edging. you got you got to do edging have you heard of that i've heard of it yeah you just when you're masturbating when you think oh i'm gonna release my seed soon into this tissue here, mm. you stop. Mm. You take a break, and then you come back at it, and you continuously do that. But if you edge too much, if you train too much for this skill, then you're going to have the opposite problem mm. where you can't come. So Ugh. there's this balance. That being said, I'm kind of a premature ejaculator Same. overall. So Same. You just said you were great. Well, for those the uh, the minute and a half, I'm pretty good. Oh, okay, but yeah, there I'm good too. My, luckily, my gal's uh, got a real sensitive clam. Like she's one of those you put it in, and she's like, "Woo!" Which I love. Those, yeah, that's love. That's, that's love. the ones you marry, right yeah. there. If they orgasm easily. Yeah. Wow. But wait a minute. Hold on. Back to the porn star thing. <laughs> I mean, have you ever fucked a uh, Nubian princess, aka Negro lady? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, a black, uh, black porn star once. Yeah. Wait, 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 black porn. Yeah. What? Oh, I thought. Oh, just in life. Yeah. Just a, a, I'm talking about. Just you a know black what's chip. funny? Uh, in life, I, yeah, in life, I've had a sex with one half black chick. All right, all right. Uh, mulatto, as I don't know if that's PC or not. I learned uh, it in college. I don't know. Sounds like something at Starbucks. Yeah, half black chick, but one porn black chick. Wow, I got you know I'm gonna look all these people up later and then yeah jerk have off. a fun night yeah all right yeah that's interesting so that's what I've noticed too about DMing porn stars I don't know if we're gonna keep any of this in but ah, um this is good you stuff. don't think it's like too revealing of my inner people know perversions that about you. no no you got a dark checkered history yeah you're right uh, so when I DM an adult entertainer and they DM me back even if we don't meet up or hook up yeah. It makes them so much hotter to me. Of course, they're real. Now, yeah, now I'm like, oh, I've chatted with this person. Yeah. So now I have a harder, now when I go to watch porn, I typically am watching porn 
of girls that I've met or talked to. Oh, that's amazing. So it's kind of changed the game. I feel the same way with Stormy Daniels. Like, I never really thought about Stormy. She's not one I would click on in the porn site. Mm -hmm. But then, look, we're learning about the Trump, and she's in the news, and she's all over the the internet and the zeitgeist and everything. So jerking off to her is way hotter now because you kind of know her, and it feels like you're getting one over on her because you get to see her having sex naked. Yeah, you kind of. Have you seen her do stand-up? Oh, Naked, that I can't. That's a boner killer. <laughs> but you've never seen it? No, I already Neither know it's I. horrific. Yeah, it's got to be horrible. I guarantee it's horrific. And but I would like to watch it. I would watch a minute of it. Just yeah, to, a few minutes. Not, a, not her hour. Soul. I would not like to watch her hour. <laughs> Could, did, yeah. Do you think she does an hour? What do you think she does? I think she does a lot of Q&A. I think she's got a couple writers. And uh, I think she does like a half hour and fucks around. Do and, you think she sells more tickets than you or less? Probably more. I mean, I would assume you know more people have heard of her do you okay so you can't help at least for me i can't help but compare myself to my peers in stand-up comedy that's what we it's do a, it's a competitive and somehow it's very competitive yes at least unofficially oh or officially and plus we're insecure and we yeah. gotta see where we're supposed to be a little bit right very much that do you think do you have the thought sometimes where you're like ah that guy i wish i sold as many tickets as that guy sure sure but here's the because you seem very secure. Oh, really? To, from an outside perspective, well, also, you're you're confident. You're, you're you're catching me when I'm selling tickets. This is the first time I'm I'm doing well in my career. Yeah. So you you've just That's happened cool. to see that. Yeah. Caught you just in time. Just in time for you to lose money in Utah. Mm-hmm. But thank you, and of course we all do it. But you know the old phrase, compare and you will despair. And I will say, and not to get onto the L.A. New York no, I need this. This is a good pep talk. L.A. compares in the wrong ways, and that's gonna hurt you in the long run. What ways does L.A. compare? L.A. goes, look at that car, look at that house, look at that uh, money. And New York, we're going, ooh, that's a good bit. Oh, I gotta write. I gotta go right. I gotta do this. I gotta you know kill like that. And I think. We're all eating a shit sandwich in New York. We're all in the subway. We live in a shoebox apartment. There's a hobo. Right. Even off. if someone's rich and someone's poor, you can't tell as much because they're all walking. And they're yes. all eating dollar slices of pizza. Yes, exactly. Dave Attell looks, you know, like an out of work umpire, you know, and so and then the next kid comes up and he's great and he looks normal. So it's just it's more focused on the the act. And I know that's cliche and everybody shits on L.A., but I think it's true. And just no, I'm going off. True. I'm going off last night, too. I think, well, and last night you were with, like, at least the most famous L.A. house talk. Maybe not, yeah, but per, all those people have a good reputation for being funny. But, yeah, you know, like, Eliza's got five Netflix specials, does mm-hmm. theaters, so you're like, oh, she's a big professional comic. But, yeah, I think uh, you guys focus on the wrong shit because you want that you want that status. It's a very high school feel. I was not cool in high school, it was high. and I get the same feeling when I come here. I think you're right. I think you're right a lot, and uh, I've only been to New York for comedy one time, and I say to this day, I was like, the the community there is uh, more supportive. Wow. They watch comedy. Yeah. Like, LA, yeah. no one watches your set. They right. just say good set to you when you get off stage. Yeah, yeah. They, like, listen, they listen for the crowd for a minute to yes. see if you're bombing because they want to see you bomb. Exactly. But in LA, no comedians are in the room. Very few comedians are in the room like, oh, I like that one joke you did. Yeah. Oh, this, because no one gives a shit. They're all even more. Every comedian has an, uh, is egocentric, self-centered, but in LA, it's another level. It's another level, and it's it's about the status, it feels like. I want to mm-hmm. be a celebrity instead of I want to be a good comic. Yeah. 
I hate to I hate to say it, but uh, I like, think you're right. Overall, you're right. That's not to I'm and I'm not saying there's no good LA comics. Of course, there's but, exceptions. But uh, yeah, overall, I think you're right. It's a different it's a different mindset. Yeah, like last night, Jezelnik went on, and I'm a fan. I like his stuff, and so I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna watch Jezelnik." And this guy, this other comic, kept talking to me, and I I had to be like, "Hold on, I gotta hear this." And he was like, "What?" You want to listen to this? We're talking. I'm like, I know, but we can talk right. This is an eight minute set. Just let me hear the new stuff. And he couldn't believe it. And that's a that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I think also there's so many more things in LA that which which contributes to this problem. In New York, there's stand up and bars. Right. That's about it. In LA, there's acting, writing. Uh, everyone's got their show they're pitching. Everyone's, yeah, there's sure. so many Hollywood and TikTok. There's a, literally a TikTok community. Yeah. In LA. There's there's Saddle Ranch across the street here, which is like TikTokers and they're literally influencers. That's all they are. Mm. I don't know if New York doesn't really have a spot like that. No, no. That yeah. seems like the worst hang on the planet. Hanging oh, out with influencers and TikTokers. And not just that. It's like 16-year-olds. But the reason uh, I know about it is because it's adjacent to the comedy store. Uh, it's literally right next door. Got it, got um, it. But yeah. Yeah. So that's so and, weird. And that's the other thing. Uh-oh, I think I might have lost my point. But, uh, oh, that, oh, in L.A. you go, oh, I've heard of that guy. I've heard of that girl. She must be good. But just because someone's famous doesn't mean they're good. You know, oh, we all know yeah. a lot of famous people. In New York, we go, that guy's good or that guy sucks before the fame. So I think in L.A., it's like, oh, that guy's big. He's good. You're like, yeah, but you've never watched him. So you can't even decide if he's good. But you just say he's good because you've heard of him. 100%. L.A., I think people, if they're really bad, but they have that rep, they're famous still, they mask it with, like, PC and altiness. Ooh, you know what I mean? interesting. The worse the comic, the more alt they're going to be. Uh-huh. They're not going to be like a right-wing, right, bad right. comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. That's a theory. I think you got something there. Yeah. But now we're going two inside. Back to the porn mm. star thing. Back to the porn stars. Love them. Big yeah. fan. They're, they're their DMs. They're very similar to us. You know, they're insecure. Damaged. Damaged. <laughs> they need validation. They do it with sex. We do it with jokes. Uh, but... God, I would just be nervous because the whole time you're with one, it would it's just like banging, banging, sex, porn star, uh, anal. Uh, well, I got to get inside. <laughs> yeah, you have those thoughts. But for me, what I've realized, and this is going to sound mean, but it's just what I've experienced. Most of them don't look nearly as good as they look in the oh. videos. So they show up and you're like, this is just a normal chick. Interesting. This isn't, she's not this goddess interesting you know in the videos they have a makeup artist they have the right light they have a lighting technician Whoa. some of the times they have now, editors so they look a lot better 90 percent of the time on the videos they are all kind of crazy so they're all uh they'll, they'll either be really nice to you or really mean to you I've had a bunch of them on the podcast too oh uh plug I gotta listen. Go listen to the porn star episodes. Definitely. If you like Mark Norman, you are gonna <laughs> love porn stars. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've had uh, porn stars in on the podcast, so they're just kind of they're not intimidating to me anymore. Oh, good. Well, okay, yeah. that changes everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when you go on a date with a girl and she's like, "I thought you were gonna be funny," you know, you're not that funny. I I, I wonder if they're like that sexually. Like, they I thought are. you were gonna be sexy. Yeah. Or or yeah, she's like, I, "You probably thought I was gonna be sucking your dick or fucking you," but like, I, I'm. I don't do that on the first date. They they overcompensate. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, a yeah. bummer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. not all of them. Yeah, because uh, you know how a comic, Greg Fitzsimmons says this great thing where he says a comic is a superhero for three hours. Mm-hmm. Like you do a killer set and then you get off stage or at the bar, you're zinging, you're zanging. 
everybody loves you. But then if you ever get a girl after a show, after three hours, you're back to just being Ari, the mm -hmm. Jew from uh, San Diego. The awkward guy yeah. doesn't make eye contact yes. with people. <laughs> that, that, that little aura has fizzled. Mm -hmm. You're just back to whatever. And I wonder if they have that. But Good the question. thing is, we don't see them perform live. We just True. know them in our head. So I don't. Know. I'm waiting for one of them to be like, "Come to set with me. Watch me." Oh. I would. Do, I would do it for the experience. That'd be fun. I've never done that. I would do that in a second. I would like to. I would even like to direct one. <laughs> for fun, I would like to direct a porno. Yeah, I don't want to be in one. Anal. I mean, what do you do? I think you tell them what position to go into. Oh, and there's storylines. I want to direct. The, I want to write and direct the story. I think Tom Segura has been making porn for fun. What? Like fake porn, kind Shut of. Up. I think something like I know him and Bert spent a bunch of money and like hired porn stars and did something, but I want to make a real porno for fun. Wow, that's my goal. When I have a million dollars, I'm gonna make a porno. I think it's great. Yeah, one of my goals. I, I love it. I would like to get a better car. Yeah, and I would like to get a girlfriend. Those are my goals. Oh, okay. So I should probably stop hitting up porn stars if. if Hey, well, goal. you could date one. Mm -hmm. These are great goals. I think goals are very I important. I do that. You got to know what you're going after to get okay, it. Okay, what are your goals? As a guy who's selling out comedy clubs. That was a goal at some you, point. Probably going to, when the world opens up, do some theaters, I would I would imagine. That's a goal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all my goals were shit I've done. You know, I want to get on Cone. I want to go on the Tonight Show. I want to have an hour special. No one bought it, but I still did one. Better than no one bought it, I think. Well, financially, no, but I own it, and I did it myself. Uh, I think more people saw it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe a Netflix hour more had a potential sure. for uh, an equal amount of people to see it or more. But any other network, if you if they had bought your special, no one would have saw it. If you did an HBO special, a Comedy Central special, uh, Showtime. Yeah, Showtime's nobody. You don't want to be on there. Yeah. Look at who was on there. Jesus Trejo, uh, Brendan Schaub. No one saw their special. Really? I don't think so. I don't think so either. They're not selling out comedy clubs. I didn't even know they had one. There you go. I mean, no offense to them. No, I, I like both of them. Yeah, nice nice guys. guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Funny guys. Yeah. Well, HBO already wasn't... I mean, uh, Showtime was already lower than HBO, and then mm -hmm. HBO nobody watches. Yes, exactly. So Showtime, even less people watch. Comedy Central, no one watches anything. I know. Think about Eddie Murphy was an HBO special when that came out, and that's on Netflix now. Louis C.K. had some good HBO yeah, specials. Yeah, had a lot of good HBO Definitely. specials. Definitely, those half hours were huge. So, uh, if you you probably you know you're you, I think you said in the green room that give yourself another year before you shot another special. Oh yeah. But so in a year from now, I imagine for you it'll be Netflix or release it yourself again. Yeah, I feel like I I like. Now we're going back into stand-up hard. But, mm -hmm. like, Jim Gaffigan is so smart. Obviously, he's huge. But he does Netflix. He did Comedy Central. Then he did Netflix. Then he did Amazon. And I think that's the key. You got you to gotta mix up your platforms because you want to hit new people. He, uh, fun fact about Jim Gaffigan. This is inside, real inside baseball. But he went, so he, he did Netflix. Then he went to Amazon, right? Then he went right back to Netflix. He oh, he did? He, did not, he was not happy with Amazon. No wow. Because no one saw it. That's great to know. Yeah. I think he got a hell of a payday. He did. All but right. he doesn't care about that anymore. I yeah, don't think. I think he's rich. He'd rather get a uh, bump so he could tour more. Yeah. I mean, he could already tour more, but, you know, get a bigger audience size. All right. Jeez. So there you go. Because think about this. Let's say, let's say you get half a million dollars for a special. Let's say someone paid you that. Sure. Or even let's even say a million dollars. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. 
It's a lot of money, but you got up twenty percent for a manager agent, and then then another ten for taxes. Okay, so let's say seven hundred thousand dollars. Great, a lot of money. Great payday, right? Right. But if you were doing theaters instead of comedy clubs, you'd make that money in a year or less. Like you'd rather yeah. it'd be more beneficial to build a way bigger audience and make money on the road than it would be to get a bigger payday on your special from Amazon. That's from exactly Jeff Bezos, right. that rich fucking dweeb. Yeah, he's hosting SNL in two weeks. <laughs> what do you think of the Elon Musk thing? Uh, I'm for it. I like. I'm a big fan of Elon Musk. I am too. Yeah. I don't get why everybody hates him because they're like he's a rich cunt. I'm like, well, he's also inventing this environmental safe car. You know, I thought that's yeah. I thought it was all about climate change, and he's coming up with ideas. He's the closest thing to Iron Man. Yeah. He has this big, like, sci-fi company, kind right. of, that's making weapons and technologies. He's rich. He's like a eccentric billionaire playboy. Totally. He's, oh, I guess not a playboy. He's married with kids. But you know what I mean. He's Grimes. He's a badass. Yeah. And Grimes I, is hot. Oh, is she? I think, right? I've never seen That name is off-putting. <laughs> but I feel like if he was a guy in a startup, like a, let's say, like a black guy who was fat and had glasses and trying to make it, everybody would love him. But because he's this guy, I think people hate him. I don't know, because he's successful. He went on Joe Rogan and smoked weed. What can you do to be cooler than that? I know, and he was he's already an autistic weirdo, yeah. and he still smoked weed. I don't know. I don't get it. I just you know what it is? They hate him. When you reach a certain status, you're there's no you can't avoid it. You have right. haters. You're not yeah. gonna be beloved. But you could go on a Chappelle video on YouTube and someone's commenting in it, this guy sucks. That's true. You Good know? point. Somebody has a funny bit about like the Beethoven's Third Symphony. Somebody's like, "Boo!" or "What a fag!" You know, and you're like, "It's Beethoven." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's that's exactly. YouTube. That's yeah. the public. A hundred percent. Someone's gonna comment on this video right here where I'm being pretty down the middle, like a normal guy, and someone's gonna say the host sucks. He talks too much. Yeah. It's my podcast. I could talk the whole time. It's inevitable. Mark's my assistant today. What do you need, boss? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, they still listen. Like I thought you hated me. Which one is it? Like all these. Reddit threads are mm -hmm. like shitting on everybody. And I'm like, this is, you wouldn't have anything in your life without this podcast. Do you get any haters? All the time. Really? Yeah, I think everybody does. It's inevitable because also it kind of shows you're doing well. Reggie I thought Jackson. you were beloved by the comedy community. No, I try oh. to be nice and I try to be respectful and blah, blah, blah. But I think uh, everybody's got haters. It's just, it's going to happen. And the more successful you get, the more eyeballs you hit, the more people are going to go this way and not that way. The times I get haters are whenever I do something of noteworthy that people watch, like there when I did go. Theo's podcast or King of the Sting, or when I have a video on the Laugh Factory. Some like all the coolest things that have happened to me in yes. my comedy is when the haters come because it's big. Because it's big, which is cool, but it also then makes me not that excited to do a really cool thing in a weird way because I'm course, sensitive. Of course. So part of me is like, yeah, I'll do your podcast, but I'm I'm about to get a bunch of mean comments. Right. I saw like a that. big comic. He was, you know, he's huge. You, we've all know. I'm not going to say his name, but somebody said, hey, why don't you hire more women? He goes, I've been sued nine times by every woman I've been hi I've hired. And you're like, I just don't want to get sued anymore. I've never done anything wrong. But they, they go, hey, this guy's rich. Maybe I can get something. So that's exactly what it is. They go, now that you have something, I can take it. Like, Kevin Hart's been sued, I don't know, 50 times. It's just part of it. Yeah, the whole, what was he supposed to host? The uh, Oscars. The Oscars, and yeah. then he said the F word, the gay F word. Ten years ago. Ten years ago? Man, cancel culture, fun time. <laughs> I know, I know, but 
now it's just weaponized now. Like, all right, I got the social media, I got the internet, I can put it all out there. I can, you, you, it used to be some lady outside your hotel or your house going ah in a bathrobe, <laughs> and now it's like it's a lady who can actually get some traction. And then the Times goes, "This is scandalous. This is interesting." And then they pump it, and then here we are. Have you ever had a lady find out, or a man find out where you live in New York and knock on your door? You know what's scary is. I got robbed in New York, just a random like crack on the street. Hit. No, no, my apartment. Oh, yeah. while you were in it? No, I okay, was out okay. <clears throat> doing shows, and somebody broke in and stole a bunch of shit. It was pretty devastating. Now, did they break in through the front door, through the window? How they get window in? on the fire escape? Damn. Okay. Yeah. So pretty, you know. I got broken into a lot as a kid, so it like triggered me and all that. It was annoying, but they caught the guy. They took fingerprints, caught the guy, but. My girl at the time was like, it's a fan. I know it's a fan. You got to stop being so, you know, flippant with where you live, what neighborhood, blah, 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 videos on the street. And I was like, ah, maybe she's right. They caught the guy who was just a crackhead who robbed like eight other places. But my point is, I talked about it on my podcast, like, well, I feel safe again. It was a crackhead. It wasn't a fan. Nobody knows my address. Mm -hmm. And like eight people messaged me. These internet wizards were like, oh, I bet I can find it in two seconds. I'm like, nah, you don't know where I live. Is this it? And I'm like, fuck, it is. So, so they just found it. So your address is out there. Yes. I mean, every okay. you're, they can find you. If they can Not find mine. me, they can find you. Not mine. Yeah, I don't exactly. own anything. You don't own anything, but if they wanted something, they could find it. That's what's scary Maybe. about the internet. I have a good security. I have a security camera that I installed myself outside my front door. Nice. And I put the, the most expensive electric lock on my front door. They could, they could break through a window, but... Good for you, though. You're very... I keep it. Resourceful. You do. You handle your shit, which I respect about you. Thank you. I'm a. Uh, you I'm lose a nerd. money every every turn you take, <laughs> but you're still you're still doing stuff and trying stuff, and you do it yourself, which I respect. I'm going for it. Dude. Go for it. I gotta. Uh, I gotta get some sort of success before my parents die, so that they don't die disappointed in me. Hey, that's a because right now motivation. if they died right now, I'm the black sheep child. Yeah, I'm the one where someone's like, "How's Ari doing?" They're like, "Uh." He's still in LA. Oh, is your brother doing and that sister thing? doing well? Not well, but they're at least on a path, you know. Sure, sure. My brother went to is a, in a master's program at USC. My youngest brother's in college, so they still have hope. Got them, it. Got it. Me. But oh no, one of my brothers is gay, so uh-huh. I guess I'm I'm the second favorite. There you go. Yeah. Good to be back. And he couldn't even yeah. choose that, so you got a gimme. Mm-hmm. Man, but yeah. I, I'm gay on Facebook. Ah, smart. So. Mm-hmm. Good for the career. Yeah, I post a lot about my husband there. <laughs> a married gay. Yeah, married gay guy. Still don't approve of it. Progressive. Yeah. I'm an ally. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, my parents were not into it for like eight years of me doing stand-up. So I get it. I totally get it. And my brother's a genius, and my parents are very intellectual, and they read books and drink good wine and listen to classical music. So me telling dick jokes in Omaha is like, was there a a, something you accomplished that made them turn around? Like if your first late night set or something like that? That helped because they can show that to people. Because, yeah. you know, I got in the cellar. They go, the who's cellar? The wine cellar? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't get it. But that, they don't realize that's a big deal. And that's not yeah. their fault. Why should they? Yeah. That'd be weird if they were like, the cellar. Well, Colin Quinn. You I know? think that for me, too. Even though I don't even necessarily care about doing a late night set that much, that would be if I did a late night set, my parents would be like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy. And as much as we shit on him and as much as nobody watches it, as much as they're antiquated and fading away, you go to a a website of a comedy club and it says, who's coming up? And there's a photo or a video of you on Conan. It's still 
validifies you. Is that Agreed. a word? Validify? Yeah. yeah. V- validates? Validates. I don't know. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's like, oh, this guy is a pro. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on Conan. Even though nobody saw it and nobody cared and it paid $800. Yeah. It still helps you there. So I think it's worth doing. I'm going to be clean. I'm going to get one. You got to do it. I'm going to be clean so I can submit for one at least. He's doing a podcast now. So who knows if the show has comics? Oh, true. Well, one of the other ones. There will always okay. be some TV late night type of set to submit for. Yeah, boy, it's got to suck to be a late night. It feels like you're in a sinking ship and you're just pour- pouring the water out real quick. Come on, you got a coffee can. Like, But they're so out. rich. If they all got their contracts canceled right now, they all have like $100 million. Jimmy Kimmel, Fallon, James Corden. I agree, Kona. but they don't care. I, I don't think it's the the money. They've already accepted that. They've been rich for 20, 30 years already, mm-hmm. millionaires. So they're like, I need to be... Relevant. Relevant, and I need to be, like, I used to open for Seinfeld, and he would be like, thank God for comics and cars, man. I don't know where I'd be. I'm like, I think you'd be fine. Your show comes on nine <laughs> yeah, times a day. Yeah, you'd have a billion dollars. Yeah, you're, sl- you're sleeping on a pile of cash. You got 38 Porsches, but he's like, yeah, but it's about being relevant. You don't want to be the old guy with the sitcom. It's like when you meet a guy with a Letterman credit. You're like, ugh, a little geezer over Conan's here. Conan's podcast, too. I hate to say this. or well, I guess I-, I like to say it. It's really good. Oh, is it? He's really funny. Oh, great. Yeah, Conan's podcast is great. Well, he was the funniest late night guy, yeah, hands down. I, I listened to it, and I was like kind of wanting to hate it because like, oh, great. The, yeah. guy, the late night guy is starting a podcast. Exactly. Everyone has a podcast. It was really funny. Uh, way, all right. way better podcaster than me. Uh, uh, he's the coolest guy, most most fun, normal guy. Like Jimmy Kimmel I love, but then he's crying on TV, and you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> so that the, he lost me there. I like the blackface Jimmy Kimmel better than the yeah. crying Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he used to be edgy. Yeah. Not anymore. No he more. was a comic. He was I normal. Like, I like the uh, uh, little kids reacting on That's Halloween. That's brilliant. Video. That's pretty fun. And the mean tweets is brilliant. Yeah, the mean tweets is fun. But he's got a movie called uh, Windy City Heat. Oh, I love that with it's Don Barris. It's unbelievable. Have you met Don Barris? Oh, yeah. Star? Legend. Legend. Underrated movie. No one's seen it. Brilliant. So good. Windy City Heat. Classic. Classic comedy. I'm howling. I'm watching in a hotel room, just howling alone. It's so smart You know and what it kind of is? It's kind you know, like the new Eric Andre Borat yes, style movie? It's yes. kind of like that first iteration of that ahead of its time, I Completely. Think. The yeah. whole movie's a sham. They're tricking this one mm-hmm. guy. The whole thing's a prank. I mean, he's like this prank genius, Jim yeah. Kimmel. And it was just, ah, oh, I've never seen anything like it. And- yeah, you're right. It's very Eric Andre, very kind of jackassy mm-hmm. and and different. By the way, we gotta give a shout out to Eric Andre. That movie was fun as hell. Best movie I've seen all year. Yeah, or comedy at least in comedy. What a smart take. Yeah, I feel like he's the new Buster Keaton because he's willing to just go get weird and get hurt in these situations. The car's exploding and he's climbing out of it. And you know who else did a good performance? Who I usually don't uh, off camera talk very fondly of. Tiffany Haddish was great in that Completely. movie. Completely, she, she was. was I heard a side note. She was an add-in. Like, she heard about the movie. And, and wanted to be part of it. was like, you got to get me in. And they just put her in, and she did, like, two days of shooting and killed it. She killed it. Killed she was, it. She was really good in that movie, too. Do you have any issues in your life that I could help you with as a therapist? Oh, geez. We really changed the page there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Insecure. Worried about my hair thinning. Oh, I got that, too. I you- took Propecia for a year. I stopped because I'm lazy. What? Yeah. Lazy. Just keep going. You have to take it a pill every day. I don't. Yeah. I just. I was missing a lot of days because oh, I'm forgetting yeah. or whatever. And then I'm like, well, if I can't commit to doing it every day, I might as well stop. So right. my new plan is to bald as much as I can. Yeah. And then get plugs. Seriously? Yeah. We have about 
five friends really that have plugs and you could never tell come on yeah i i mean kimmel seth mcfarland joel McHale. i didn't even know oh yeah joel McHale. i heard about if the other ones i didn't even know google it though yeah. the images are wild yeah seth here i'll McFarlane edit these especially. out i'll edit these out and sam we are back with another sponsor and this is officially the longest running sponsor on unlicensed therapy the podcast and I am happy to have them because I use it all the time. It is a two-ounce energy shot called Magic Mind. That's magicmind.co. It is an amazing little drink. I don't have any to show you because I drank them all. I just emailed them today. They are sending me another case. Hey, I hope they send me two more cases because I fly through them. And this drink has matcha in it, which is good and it keeps you focused. It has nootropics, lion's mane mushrooms, honey to make it taste sweet, adaptogens, and it has all these other big words that I don't know what they mean, but I know, I'll tell you what I do know. I don't know what the words mean. I do know it is good for you, way better for you than coffee. I do know when I take it, I feel more energy and get more things done. It's Two days for me. There's days where I don't take Magic Mind, and there's days where I do. And the days that I do, I feel a lot better. And I'll tell you, as soon as I ran out, I ordered more. So right now, you can go to magicmind.co and use the promo code ARI, A-R-I. That's magicmind.co. Use the promo code ARI. Get yourself a little discount. And let me tell you something. People at Google use Magic Mind, Slack, Airbnb, Superhuman, all these incredible tech companies, they're drinking Magic Mind there. They have them at the offices. And the reason they do is because it makes their employees perform better. So you could be that better performing employee. You could feel better about your life using Magic Mind. Using Magic Mind. So magicmind.co. Use the promo code ARI. They're our longest running sponsor. They are delicious little energy shots that make you feel good. They are magic. Oh, I just realized how they got their name. I'm stupid. I'm really stupid. Magicmind.co. Use the coupon code ARI for a big discount. You're going to like the way it tastes. It's not that much money. It's cheaper than coffee, and it feels better. So let's get back to the show. Magicmind.co. Coupon code ARI. I knew two of those. Wow, but here's the thing about plugs. Mm-hmm. You get plugs, and look, I'm not against it, but you know, Rogan's got the crazy scar on but the back of his neck. Old, that's, that's like old. a 15 year old surgery. They have a new system now. I know, but what if you get plugs? So now you got permanent hair in your head, which is great. But then mm-hmm. the other hair around it goes. Then you got to get it again. Oh, and you got to get a new set of plugs. That's what kills me is the upkeep. Uh, yeah, there is upkeep. Uh, I, one of the people who I just named has gotten like three surgeries. Whoa! Well, the the last but worth, guy, but his hair looks great. Yeah, the last guy, his hair looks amazing. Yeah. And if he lost it, he would lose his career. <laughs> Maybe. Let's be honest. Because it's very part well of could. who he is. He, I think he'd be fine. I think he'd take like a little hit and then, I don't know. I mean, well, he's so funny he's that he'd be fine, but yeah. it would it would be part of his his act, I think. Do you think he would drop from theaters to comedy clubs if he lost <laughs> his hair? Probably not, but I bet he'd be a big hat guy. He would be like trucker hat, you know, yeah, David Spade yeah, kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, interesting. Who also, I bet, has some stuff going on. David Spade probably has plugs, yeah. I had a meeting yesterday with like eight agents. I was the only one with hair. 
Did that make you feel good or bad? It made me feel good, but it was also like, this is my future. How old were you when you started comedy? 22, 23. Okay, so at 22, 23, you feel like the young guy. Yes. Do you remember no longer being like the young comic, that feeling? Because it's happening for me like within the last two years. Two, yeah. three years, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of just a guy now. You're just a guy. Yeah. You're in the 30s, but yeah, you're also... 30. I feel like you're going up with your success. Thank you. Yeah, I think I am that's a little. Every year has been better than the last that's year. That's all so you that's, can do. So it's small, but... A comedy so. career should go like this, like a hile. You know, you don't want to go... Because then right. it comes right back down. I've yeah, seen it a million times. Yeah, and if you times. grow too fast, you don't have the community behind you. Yes. It's, it's kind of like the military. If you mm. jump to officer... I don't know if, if you even understand if you're into the military, but if you just sure. so you, if you go to college, if I if I join the military right now, I could go in as an officer. Okay, and I'd be higher ranked than people who've been in the military for twenty years. But if you oh. go the NCO route and then become an officer, you get a lot more respect. Right, and I think it's the same in comedy. If you've grinded the streets of New York for twenty years and then you start selling out, oh yeah, he deserves it. He's great. But if you have a viral YouTube video and you're headlining, people will talk shit. Oh, Even if yeah. you're funny, because I know a girl right now is headlining, selling out, hilarious, but didn't do stand-up for a long time, mm. and people are shitting all over her. Interesting. I, I don't see that ending well for her. I mean, congrats, Mazel tov, but I just, you got to do the work, because then you get these opportunities, and it, you're exposed. Well, here's the thing. She still does other things besides stand-up, and her stand-up show, I actually think is really funny, but it's not... It's not the same, you know, it's not like well-crafted. Right, But right. it's That's entertaining. Her fans love it. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just not, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Jake Paul. Yeah. If we're talking jumping the line. this he's Wait, doing. he does stand-up? Well, no, no, oh. but it, the, the fight line. Oh, yeah, What he's yeah. doing in this fight YouTube world is pretty amazing, but I, I don't know how it's going to end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's obviously making tons of money from it. Yeah, that's the key. When he went to that, was it the UFC fight he was in the audience of? Yes. And the whole audience was yelling, fuck Jake Paul. Exactly. Yeah. I would cry if that, I know he's played up this villain character <laughs> yeah. and I think he's fine with it somehow. But if that were me, I would cry like that. I cannot, I wouldn't be able to handle a stadium chanting, fuck Ari Manis. I'd be the same way, but that's why we put the work in and do our time. He's a different beast and he's maybe smarter than us because fuck Jake Paul means they know my name. They're yeah. thinking about me. They yeah. hate me. At least they're feeling something about me. And he's going, right. yes. Yeah, yeah. He's laughing all the way. To the that's bank a win that. for him. Yeah, you're and right. that's what we got to realize. You get those haters on the Laugh Factory. Fuck them. You're you're bothering people. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, you don't want that to be your whole career. You don't want to no. be like a pest. But yeah. that's a good sign <laughs> because hate and love. It's very. It's a fine line. And they're thinking about you. They're worried about you. There's something behind it. Yeah, that's a good point. It takes a lot of energy and burning calories to hate somebody. Yeah, you just want the hate to be, what, like 5%. You want to keep the hate, hate yeah. category there, but small. And for me, it's about 40%, so i got to figure out how to shrink it down. There you go. Yeah, but, 30, I mean, so 30. many... I do these huge podcasts, and I read the comments because I'm a psycho, <laughs> and these people are just... Still, you still read them. I still read them. Yeah. I read a few this morning. And he people still shit on... The giant guy I'm on on his podcast, and I'm like, oh, so there's no hope. Oh, you just yeah, gotta put it out of your mind, I, dude. If you go to the Ro the Joe Rogan fan group oh, on Facebook, I'm shamefully God. in that group. Yeah, um, yeah. There's so many people. Rogan sucks now. Blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, leave them. Why are you I, here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You they don't fucking leave. Loser. They need it. They're Ugh. like the the kids who live with their parents at 41. They're like. 
fuck you, mom. And I they know. Slam the it's door. cliche to say, but I'm like, I think these people are like, don't have a job, live with their yeah. parents. They're yeah. like fat. I, I like, I'm trying to, I think a lot of my kids. Right. I'm trying to imagine the type of person who leaves a negative YouTube comment. It's always that. So I saw it when I was younger. You see the same thing with like, a new Batman or a new Marvel movie comes out and they go, they got the origin wrong. They fucked it up. That's not what it's supposed to be. They they messed up the plot and this is fake and whatever. And you're like, so what? It's a fucking movie. Move yeah. on with your life. But they're at the fucking first premiere showing. They got the toy holding the toy. And you're like, you love it. You act like you hate it. But this is you. It's like a girlfriend. If a girlfriend's yelling at you, she likes you. Really? Yeah, and it's the same thing. Oh, girls really like me. Yeah, oh, you're doing great. Yeah, I'm killing it. But if she's like, I, I thought you were going to call, you didn't call, that's her. If, if you didn't call and she didn't like you, she'd be like, ah, I'll go blow this other guy. Good point. So she cares, and they obviously care. And that's what people need to realize with the haters. I think part of them are jealous because yes. you're, you're on paper being a comedian's cool. They don't realize it's not that cool, but yeah, yeah. In their heads are like this guy this guy's living the dream. So true. Fuck him. Right. Yeah. That's my dream. Yeah, yeah. That's a big part of the Elon Musk hate, I think. Yeah. Could be. Uh did you think of anything in your life that I could help you with? Oh shit, sorry. And if sorry. you didn't, it's okay. I'm sure I got a ton of things. Hold on, hold on. Uh something you could help me with. I'm not very connected with my parents and I'm older than you, so they might die. So all, all my friends like, you should probably connect. Also, maybe I want kids. I'm scared of marriage. My girl's pushing marriage pretty hard. I'm terrified. I think it's time. You think? You got to grow up sometime, Mark. I know. Segura said the same thing. What are you, 35? 37. 37 I'm in the back old? half. You're already an old dad. A yeah. little. A little. I not, know. Not You're not like, oh, wow, your dad was old. But you're you're getting there. Yeah. If you want to have kids at some point, okay, might as well do it now. I can't say no. If I was a woman, I have a bit about it. I'd be the worst woman on the planet. I want to adopt guy. a kid. I don't even want to have a kid. Oh, that's cool. I For like a few that. reasons. And the, I was on a date last night, and this came up, and she got le legitimately upset at this. But I don't want my wife to have a baby because it'll ruin her perfect pussy. <laughs> that makes sense. I know that's offensive to say, but I just want her body to be tight and youthful forever. <laughs> what about a C-section? Scar. Big scar. Big scar. I mean, listen, it's not like I'm going to dump my wife if she has a baby, if that's what she wants to sure. do, and I love her. But why not? Let's adopt. Let's make a let's make a test tube baby. Let's pay a surrogate mother. Yeah. You got a little money? Get a yeah. surrogate mother. And there's a lot of kids out there that are going nowhere. You know, like There's a lot of kids that need to be adopted. Foster kids, yeah. yeah. So that's so, my plan. I want to adopt the biggest black baby I could find and raise an athlete. Yes. I think there was a movie about that. Uh, yeah, Mama but they got him it. when he was in like oh, older. Okay, okay. I want to raise. I want to have the best athlete and get him the best coaches. Yeah, the Tiger Woods method. All that. Good for you. Is that racist? Nah. I mean, black people are good at sports. Is yeah. that a, that's a compliment. That's con it's good racism. Yeah. People only get mad when you say the truth. You know, when you go fat is actually unhealthy. They're like, "Fuck yeah!" And they're like, yeah. "I'm just going off of the uh, the doctor guy." Yeah. Follow the science. So. You don't want to have a baby. We saw that. Have one. Don't be a bitch. Grow up. Mm -hmm. Grow up. Grow up. Grow the fuck up, That's Mark. That's good advice. Have a baby. Grow I'm not up. babysitting for you, though. Okay. I don't want not you to. Not going to do that. Yeah. You'll take pictures of the kids, <laughs> Yeah, <too>. no. <laughs> uh, Steven Randolph, Chelsea Skidmore. Do you know them at all? They were no. Comics from the com uh, Door Guys at the Comic Store. But Who's the second one? Chelsea Skidmore. I've heard of her. I heard she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. They called me one day to tell me that I... They never want me to babysit their kids. <laughs> like, you could have said nothing. That's sweet, though. Yeah, you they're thinking about you. You could have just said, 
Hey, Ari, how are you? Yeah. But you uh, don't have to babysit now. What was the other thing you said besides? Can't say no. Oh, oh yeah, you're here. Exactly. I've had a couple people who I'm like, if they're doing this podcast, they must have a hard time saying no. <laughs> <laughs> and I like you, and Thank I think you're you. funny and all that, but like, this is early in the morning, man. Yeah, but you were up. You were up I was anyway. up with the hangover. I couldn't sleep, but... Uh, I got Dave Rubin to do this podcast. Whoa, do you know who he is? Oh, yeah. He's a, like, big... The music know. guy? No, Dave Rubin is... I'm thinking a, of uh, Rick uh, Rubin. He's kind of like Ben Shapiro, political figure. Oh, the gay guy. Gay guy, yeah. Wow. Big that's exciting. I'm going to listen to that one. Yeah, and I had him in here, and I was like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to fuck? No, he wasn't trying to fuck me. He's married. He came with his husband. He's... Nice guy, but I think he's a little nutty. But I, I like his. I like how he's just doing his thing. He's like, I'm gonna tell the truth as I see it. He, yeah, he's nutty. I guess in a similar sense that like Sam Tripoli is nutty. Yeah. Did you do his yeah. podcast while you're here? No. Next time, I'm a big fan hat. of his. Yeah. He's, he's a trip. He's a fun one. Tripoli. E. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Dave Rubin. I. He didn't seem nutty in person. Yeah. Actually, he seemed very normal. I think. He's labeled as nutty because he has no filter and speaks his mind. Right. Uh, his political views. Maybe that, I think that's nutty now. If you have uh, no filter, you're nutty. I think you're completely right because we yeah. all have. If we all said what we actually thought onto a microphone, yeah. we'd all you're go to nuts. hell. Yeah, that's what it is. He's not nutty, but anyone who doesn't hold back is now labeled a nut. Yeah. People call me nutty. Really? And I hold back a little bit. I hold back a ton. Yeah, I can see that. Well, thank God for comedy because you can kind of be honest, but just put a little zinger at the end and people right. go with it. Yeah. Do you think holding back causes cancer? Probably. Yeah. Probably causes hair loss and uh, <laughs> ED. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm going to play a voicemail we got. Oh, we got one. We got one. Thank God. I was worried we weren't going to get Sometimes one. I don't, but it's if it's my fault, not yours. People, millennials don't. Hey, Ari. Uh, my name's Gabe. I need help. Uh... Your help advertising my uh, truck that uh, I need to get rid of. Um, it's taking up too much space at my mom's house. Not really a Mark Norman specific it. thing. Okay. I get but it I though. That's you want to talk about shit I'm bad at. Anything it's, financial? It's anything booking a flight? I can help you with that. Okay. And so I want to sell it, but no one is calling about it. Really. Craigslist. I think it might be an advertising issue. So if eBay, you can maybe help me pimp out my truck so I don't have to scrap it. Or if you want to go ahead and buy it yourself, it's a 1990 Dodge Dakota Club Ugh. Cab. Oh, nice. I actually want to try. So yeah, I appreciate any help you have on that. Thanks. Bye. Okay, there's a few issues. So even on this voicemail, you tried to sell it to me. You didn't name the price. You didn't say how many miles are on it. Good point. You didn't tell me what color it was. So I, I imagine your Craigslist ad sucks. You got to take good pictures. You got to post all the stacks. How many miles? Is it a clean title or salvaged? What color is it? I mean, if you have pictures, you don't need to say what color it is. But you get what I'm saying here. You're not, you didn't sell it very well. Good point. So that's the issue. If you have a truck on the internet, and I'll say if it's in any county and it's for a good enough deal, someone's going to call you and buy it. Yes. So you, maybe you have the price too high. Maybe you don't have any pictures. Maybe that. But you're, you are doing something wrong because it's not, if you put a car for sale at a good price, you're not going to sit on it too long. Yeah, well said. I, I've, I'm a guy who's bought cars off the Internet. So I think you're right. It's got to have all the information. That was very vague and very a little vague. depressing, <laughs> if I can be honest. 
But yeah, send me the details. I, I actually kind of want to pick up. Oh, a pick 90 up, though. That's pretty old. Pickup trucks are cool because, okay, like BMW, maybe it's getting classic and cool at this point. But like, you know, if you get a 90 as BMW, you don't look that. What year is yours? 73. So the, yeah, that's classic. That's kind of cool. But for example, if you got a 1990 BMW, it's kind of just a beater at this point. It's a weird age. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, classic and it's not new. It's just kind of Yeah, shitty. you just have an old shitty BMW. Yeah. If you have a 1990 truck, oh, you got a truck. Cool. Hmm. A How do truck. You mean? Just trucks are, I think, in their own category. Like, oh. there's not much of a difference between a 2010 truck and a 2020 truck. Like, if you have a, oh, a brand new truck, good point. people don't view you as a higher status. You're just, oh, you got a truck. That's right, cool. Right. A truck is a good kind of car for image. If you yes. care about your LA, LA guy here, you're just kind of a truck guy. Yes. Rather than like, oh, nice Mercedes. Right. Nice brand new car. And a truck is cool in LA because no one has it. You're going the other way. Mm -hmm. You're going, I'm actually different. Everybody's got the Jag and the Beamer and the Mercedes. You're going the other way. And I think that makes you pop. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to, if, you, if you're not a flashy guy. Right. Like, even if I was rich, I don't personally wouldn't want to drive like a Porsche because I don't want, I don't know. I don't want to pull in the parking lot and someone knows I have money. I don't like that. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And it's too on the nose. Rich guy gets a Porsche. But then on. again, so Tony Hinchcliffe has a Corvette. Uh -huh. And I want to get his same Corvette, but one year newer, just to pull <laughs> in and be like, oh, nice, nice car. Is that the 2018? Uh, mine's the 2019. Yeah, there you go. It's like betting a dollar on Price is Right. Would be I'm going to one-up you. It would be fun to one-up people. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, now, teach me about, I can't. Oh, yeah. I, Santino and I got into this big spat. Last night? Two nights ago, Two because uh, I did his pod, and he was like, how's the manager going? I'm like, ah, you know, what are you going to do? And he's like, I fired mine. I'm like, what? He's oh, like, yeah, you he don't told need me about that, that shit, blah, blah, blah. They're taking tempers out of your money. And I'm like, I can't do anything. And he said, grow up and all this. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, got to learn to, because I'll book a flight, and I'll book it for the wrong date. And then the, the day comes, and I'm like, oh, got to get on the plane. Doesn't, oh, uh, I, booked I booked my own flight for Salt Lake, but doesn't, wouldn't your manager book your flights for yes, you? Yes, yes. So why don't you just have them do it? I, they do, but oh, I'm saying that's why I have a manager, because I can't do it. Yeah, I know, like, Theo doesn't have a manager now. Santino doesn't have a manager. There's there's a few big shots that, 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 yeah, that don't want to give up their their 10%. But I think certain people need it who are less okay. business-oriented. Like, all three of the names we just said are very... Uh, Savvy? Entrepreneurs, yes, you could say. Entrepreneurial. Yes. They all have these businesses. They're start their... They're, yeah, they're savvy. I just think you save money with time. If I have a manager doing all those numbers and all those bookings and all those dates and all that shit, I'm focusing on other shit. It also depends on your goals, like if you have any sort of ambitions whatsoever besides stand-up. Mm -hmm. I think having a manager is helpful for that. They, ah. they find you, if you're like, oh, I want to write a movie, they're going to find you. Right, They're yes. going to connect you with those people, especially because you're in New York and you don't have as many, like maybe Santino probably knows a bunch of people like that. Right. But you don't. Yeah, so I, I need think, that. Yeah, I think it's different for everyone. I, I don't think you should uh, get rid of your manager. Also, I got open for you because of our manager, so don't get selfishly. Uh, no, no, point. no, but I, I think it's different. And I think uh, you should, yeah, just focus on, but like you about, said, be a New York guy, focus on your jokes, let yeah. these other people help you. But what about this angle? When they go, let's say you get a million dollars for a special, you have to give them a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of cash for, for me getting a special. You're right. That's insane. You're not wrong, but 
Don't be greedy. Nine hundred thousand is still a lot of money. Yeah, uh, that's why I love podcasts because it's all us. That's what I was gonna say though. Even that game is changing. Oh no! Now, so now I see uh, these new like teams are trying to get a piece in on the podcasting. There now there's a podcast department of every agent and oh, manager. Oh no! Um, because I I run this podcast studio and and like influencers and stuff are writing. A lot of their managers are calling and booking it for them. So podcasting, which was like this indie, yes. you know, no money, oh, in no it. industry here. We're doing this on our yeah. own. This is podcasting. Now there's networks taking percentages, oh, no. agents, managers. The game is changing. Well, I mean, look, Kevin Hart has a podcast. Yeah. You would have never thought and that. Bet, Chappelle has a podcast now. No way. Dave Chappelle he started does? a podcast. Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know. It was on Deadline. I gotta listen. On Hollywood. See? Yeah, yeah. That's how big he is. I'm like, I don't know I if it's out that. yet, but Chappelle's putting out a podcast. So everyone's doing it. And I bet you too, Chappelle's team is involved. In the oh! They're like, oh, yeah, we'll get you a publicist. We'll do this. They're getting in on it. So is that good? Is that gonna make podcasting better or is that bad? I don't Interesting. know. Time will tell. Interesting. I think it's bad. I think it's bad because too. dealing with them, like I've already had to send people's podcasts to their managers, and their managers are like, "Can you cut this out? I don't oh, like him saying that." It's already not. So there's going to be a filter. There's, there's a filter. It's censored, filter. and now it's shit. If you bring mm -hmm. committee in, everything gets shittier in the art world. Mm -hmm. And then we know a couple guys. I'm not going to say their name, but they do these kind of pay per view type livey kind of yes. live stream. I was involved with one of them. Oh, yeah, you yeah. were. Mm -hmm. Those make so much money. So much money. And when they get a a bite of that, or when they find out about that, they mm -hmm. are gonna come down hard. The one that I was in, his agent was involved. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and and the companies that sell the tickets take a big cut of them too. Uh, but uh, yeah, those things. Uh, if I so here's my new strategy. So I did it, and there was like a few technical difficulties. Overall, it went pretty smooth. Mm. But of course, the haters are like, "This is I'm paying yeah, money for this bullshit." I think the way to do that is you pretend to do it live. Uh, you pre-record it. And then you're like, we're live, and you really are just hitting play on a file, a pre-produced live show. I like that idea, but I just worry that some dweeb out there would, you know, find out. We'll find out and tweet about it. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, but I think that's maybe some of you admit to it. I don't know. They I think found that's my address. They it's, can find that. It's better, higher, higher quality. Maybe True. Giving people what they want. I, I agree. I mean, it's like improv versus stand up. We uh, write it and work on it and hone it instead of just yelling shit out into the wind like a fucking indulgent cunt. Last thing before I let you go, because I know you have a uh, airplane to catch. Thanks for doing this before you leave. Sure, thank you for having me. Are there any conspiracy theories that you actually believe in? Not really. I don't think no. there's the kid blood with the uh, adrenaline. Was that like a Pizzagate? Yeah, I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that either. Uh, because that's gross. I wouldn't if I was filthy rich and they told me hey, if you eat children's blood, you'll live ten years longer. I still wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, personally. I think Scientology's creepy. I think they get a secret and then hold it against you for 20 years. And have you ever been dry. to the church here on Sunset? I have, yeah. yeah it's pretty fun. It's wild. I took a yeah. photo and a guy yelled at me, which I know is like hack at this point that I had to no. get the Scientology photo, but yeah. he was like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> and he was wearing a, you know, he looked like a Mormon. They're nice, though. Yeah? Yeah, when they talk to you, they're like Mormons. They're really kind. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just so creepy. Something's up. Oh, look, I think there's weird shady shit. Like, I think... All the wag the dog stuff is true. Like, what's that? Okay, Cuomo. It's a movie in the '90s about how fucked up the news is. Like, a friend of mine is a cop. Ah, probably shouldn't say this, but it's hashtag Stop Asian Hate is big right now. So he said the day that lady got beat up on the sidewalk from that big black guy was like there was like twelve other old people who got beat up, but that one was Asian. 
So the news uh, ran it. That makes sense. Of course that's true. So all that yeah. shit I believe in. Like, the news that's, is full of shit. I don't even they're... think that's arguable. Oh, like, okay. there's so many videos of white people getting shot by cops. Yeah, yeah. No one's seen. Because unless you're a black guy, it's not going to make the front page of the news. There's but, no angle to spin with it. Yeah, but that's yeah. horrible. It's immoral and gross and, and hurting people and scaring people. I think that's why a lot of people don't watch the news anymore, though, too. I, yeah. Like, it used to be... Everyone at night watch the news. If you're over 30 years old, you turn on the news. Yes. Now it's like maybe you read the headlines in the morning. Maybe you get your news from like a Ben Shapiro or some weird podcast or NPR right. podcast. But no one watches CNN anymore. No one watches Fox News. No one watches these things. I, I hope you're right. I mean, Tucker Carlson. And gets by crazy no one, ratings. I mean a lot less. Okay, okay. Because, it used yeah, to be like eighty percent of America, you know, yes. a really high percentage. Now it's like maybe old people, maybe liberal cucks watch the news. I'm, a lot less people are watching right, the news. Right. I love that their ratings went down with Trump when he left. I love that they plummeted. Yeah. I love that because I'm like, you've been lying to us. Fuck you. You're bad people. And then they they lecture us on we have to stop racism. Like you're a piece of shit, and you're telling us what to do. They're manipulating us. Or I can't believe though that Twitter and Facebook and YouTube took Trump down off their platform because he had to have made them so much money. I they had to get so many of I'm, I'm really shocked that they did that just from a business standpoint. I thought all they cared about was money. Well, like, optics and perception is a big thing. I mean, how many fucked up weirdos do you know in this business who online are saints and do-gooders? And I'm like, I know you. You said the N-word to me last yes. night, and now you're on Twitter. But it's perception. You got to perceive, be perceived as this holier-than-thou you know, good guy. Yeah. That's the name of the game, baby. We got negative here at the end, but... No, this was the best part. It was. Yeah, we got real. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are thinking this and talking about it. You know, you mm -hmm. go to Omaha, and these are the conversations people are having. Yeah, it's true. In, in every green room, we're having Every these. green room. It's cancel culture. It's, it's, a, it's getting a little much, but... It's what we think about. It's what it's, it's just, always on your mind. It's always on That's your mind. That's what annoys me. About it. It's not real. Cancel culture is not real. It's like, well, then why am I nervous constantly? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's not this. I'm not worried. Like, I'm gonna get canceled. Whatever that means, because yeah. cancel is such a vague, broad term. Yeah. I'm worried of just being yelled at, getting in trouble. Yeah. Being called a racist, being called a homophobe for something that is that I'm worried about getting in trouble for something that isn't even bad. That too. Yeah. Like that's my fear because I know I haven't done anything wrong. Right. So I'm worried about just. Somebody making something up. Yeah, make something up or turning something small into a bigger thing. Than right, it is. right. Which is the most devious, cunty thing you can do. And they act like they're the good guys. That's what kills me. I'm like, you're the hero. But you shouldn't have said that on that podcast if you didn't want to get in trouble. I'm like, <laughs> I was joking around. It was a line. It was a throwaway yeah. thing. I don't care. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I'm a fucking around guy. I don't know. And you've said horrible shit too. Yeah, I have, but I've evolved. And I'm like, well, I'm how worried. can you can evolve? Why can I evolve? <laughs> I'm worried about a podcast from like 2012. I don't even remember. You know, when I was like, no one listened. Yeah. I don't know what I said. I can't remember. I might have said something horrible. Of course. So I was throwing the N-word around like crazy just because it was yeah. part of comedy. It was like a goof. Yeah. And then somebody, I'm sure, has those just ready. And then if I get a, an SNL or a Netflix or whatever, they're like, boop, send it. You do two podcasts a week, right? Yeah. Let's plug your podcast. You do uh, one with Sam Morell. Yep. Did I say his name right? Yep. Sam Morell, funny comic. Jew. Jew? Oh, oh yeah. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> That's gross. Big uh, Jew. Big Jew. More Jewish than me or less? Well, you guys are both uh, neck and neck on least Jewy Jews. Oh, nice. Yeah, like yeah. he's a big whiskey drinking, uh, you know, NBA loving kind of Manhattan. A lot of Jews love NBA. That's true. That's yeah. true. A lot of Jews like black culture a lot. That's true. I don't know why. Well, that's what it's your Tyler Durden. 
What's that mean? You Who's know, coming? like in Fight Club, that's that's what you want to be. You want to be uh, the, the big dick slinging Duncan, you know, cool guy. Interesting. I mean, is that I'm obvious? not into the NBA. Okay, but you I like hip hop? Nope. Oh, okay. Mm, oh, like you want rock a truck. and roll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a guitar guy. Like, All right. I like uh, yeah, rock and roll. I don't like hip hop. I don't like uh, uh, again, NBA. not very Jewy. Yeah. Oh, nice. You yeah. want the truck? You like Trump? Mm-hmm. You like? Uh, I guess Jews like Trump, but yeah, yeah. You, know, you have a gun. Oh yeah, it's not very Jewy. Yeah, but my name's Ari, so I can't escape it. You can't escape it, I and you don't well. talk about it in your act, which is interesting. Yeah, I just don't want to be. I don't want that to be my thing. I get it. I get it. Because also, I do think there's, especially on the internet, I've noticed there is like anti-Semitism. And this sounds lame to say, it does exist in like it a does. subtle way. It does. It's not like oh, I want to kill all the Jews. I don't think that, or you know, it's not real anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. But there's this hint of it where they're like. Ah, I don't want to watch that guy. He's just like a Jewish guy. You know what I mean? People oh, like watching really? people like watching That's what they so think weird. is cool. Yeah. Kinda. You know what I mean? And and a Jewish guy isn't that cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm self conscious about it. But I feel like if you the second you start incorporating this isn't it's not a conscious decision. Mm. I just don't I'm not religious, so I don't think about it or talk about it on stage. Yeah. But I do think that you start doing a ten minute chunk of your act about being Jewish, now all of a sudden there's gonna be like, I don't wanna hear about a guy being Jewish, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, there's probably some of that. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I wouldn't want to hear about a guy being Mormon either. Yeah, but that's just me. I, I think religion is dumb, no matter. Although which our one. host talked about uh, talked about Mormons, and I thought he was pretty funny. He was funny, but yeah, if that's yeah. your thing, right? If that was I'm thirty like, minutes, then I'm like, calm down. Yeah, same. So I think you're right, and I've I used to be like these Jews always complain about answers. No, nobody gives a fuck. You're a white guy. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. But I've met people as I get older who are like, ah, fucking Jews, man. I'm like, really? And I, I'm like, how'd you know I wasn't? <laughs> I also I see it in like YouTube comments. Even like for me, I don't talk about it while we are am right now. But yeah. overall, I don't. And there will be comments like, "Oh, look at Ari's like the the Jewiest guy." I'm like, I didn't. What did I do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, what are you right. talking about? Like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. When I, it's also just a different thing. It sets you apart, you know, because mm-hmm. there's like six percent of Jews in America. But yeah. I went to a but Catholic not in school. this business, not in this business yeah. or the city. But I went to a Catholic school, and there was one Jewish guy. He was our friend, and of That's course, how, it was like, I was the only Jewish guy in my high school. Yeah. Hey, what what do you think of Jew? What's up, Jew? You know, and it's just because he was, if he was black, it would have been that. If he was Asian, it would have been that. If he was gay, it would have been that. And that's it. Just put you differently. So we yeah. had a thing. You had a thing. Yeah. I had curly hair, curly, dickless, whatever. You know, it's everything makes you. You got to hone in on something. Mm-hmm. That's You're all right. it is. Yes. Okay. So podcast Samurai. And then you do another podcast with Joe List. Yes. Uh, which podcast is your favorite? Which is your least favorite? <laughs> I will no, say uh, the the Joe List one is like my baby. I've done Tuesdays with Stories for eight years. That's a long time. Long time. I, I learned that about you in Salt Lake. I was like, wow, okay, you were kind of ahead of the game a little bit. A little. It was all him. And again, it's also sad when you hear about some guy in L.A. who started one and he's famous now with this podcast and I'm driving a Ferrari and we're like, scraping by it's picking up though it's starting to pick up, up. people finally. watch it finally oh when you so, uh after we did our first weekend together in uh des moines you gave me a sh- thank you for the shout out on your podcast uh-huh. at the end you were like oh i was with this kid ari got like 10 dms oh, oh. mark norman gave you a shout out so oh people great are listening okay yeah people are listening and then uh sam's is awesome because it's like uh we both are getting a little more successful and so we came out together with this thing and it's already cooking so oh, it's, nice. it's they're both great in different ways, and I love them both, and they're both great comics, cool. and gay. 
what would you who would you say like should listen to one or the other or should should everyone just check out both the what? uh me and joe list one is like rapid fire trying to be funny trying to be inappropriate saying horrible goofy <laughs> like uh element oh, that sounds What's like the one for me immature it's oh, fun that's and for me puns and slurs and all this shit and the whole point is just uh you know an hour of just straight hammering jokes and then the sam one is like cocktails Shooting the shit, it's a hang, we discuss everything, but it's more laid back. Got it, more like this a little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah, more yeah. conversational. Yes, exactly. Just two old pals oh, living in good. New York drinking whiskey. It depends on your mood then. Yes. If you want to laugh and say the N-word, Joe List. Right. And if you want to just sit back and chill with your wife and listen to people funnier than you so you can get her all wet and then take her back to the bedroom and just do your thing, then maybe you and Sam. There you go. There you go. Sam's hotter too. He's a hot guy. He's six yeah, three. He's, he's got yeah, eyebrows. Yeah. If you want to get your woman wet, watch the Sam Morell one. And if you're with the guys and you want to <laughs> have a little giggle, yeah. Then Joe List. Two. Yeah, that's cool. There you he's go. Smart. We we have something for both. everyone. We got the the Marx Brothers. It's like a Marx Brothers movie of just like wackiness with that one, and then the other one is more like a I don't know, like coming to America. You know, just like a good comedy. Yeah, I think that's if you. Uh, want your girlfriend to love you, send her our podcast because they'll laugh, but they know that they can't have us. We're unattainable. Yes. We're hot guys. And then she's going to be so happy she's with you and you have this good sense of humor. You know, I used to get annoyed with guys who were like, I can't bring my girl to a comedy show and have her laugh at some dude. I want to fuck her, you know? And I'm like, look at this idiot. And I brought my gal to a Mulaney show, my old girlfriend. And then he fucked her? Well, he was. she was into it. She was like, man, he's so cute and he's so funny. You should do that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I don't like bringing girls to my shows because what if they see me bomb? Yes. that Like seeing you kill is very attractive. Seeing you bomb, unattractive. Very unattractive. And I do bomb sometimes. And then the second thing is then she's going to realize that I do the same jokes more than once. Yes. And then she's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, this is your job. I know. This is easy. You did the, you did yeah. this last time. I thought you were I'm, funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally. I'm totally even the wait staff, I'm like, ah, they hear this again. Right. I, I feel completely Yeah, when you do seen. a weekend, so you're doing like eight shows and the wait staff has heard your set eight times, I'm always like, Yeah, sorry. But everyone does it. Everyone it. does it. But yeah. I was at a club once and I saw the waitress walking away from the stage mouthing the bits. And I was like, not mine, but some other guy. Oh, and I was yeah. like, ah. I knew it. I knew they hated us. Oh, like the local feature yeah, who's done the yeah. set way more than eight times. Exactly. Yeah. And that killed there. me. She she had it dead on with the timing and the punch. It was it was brutal. Yeah. And you know, that's what we do. I mean, you gotta mm -hmm. hone an act, you gotta craft an act, so you have to repeat it. It's mm -hmm. like a take, you know, take two, take three, take four. But no one knows. No, no, one, no knows, one knows. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Our biggest insecurities. You know what's weird is you get the guy who goes, Dude, I saw you Saturday. It was so cool. I'm coming to the Sunday show. You're oh like, no, it's gosh. the same thing. Don't come that back. That is so weird to me. I'm always like, you know what's saying? They're like, I don't care. I loved it. I'm going to see it again. I'm like, okay, don't sit in the front, please. Please don't sit in yeah, the front. Yeah. And I will see how bored you are. Yeah, yeah. Always, they get they 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 say it every time, but they come and they go, all right, this sucks. I'm like, no, I disagree. I okay. think the people that that come for the second time usually are happy and, and they know it and they're they're excited to see. A lot of them have told me, they love seeing, uh, or maybe with me, I don't know, with you, they love seeing other people watch me for the ah, first time. They're interesting. like, oh, how are they going to react to that right. joke that I like? Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's always great when you come to watch the other people. 
but it, whatever. I'll I take hate it. when someone I know or even just have met when I could spot them in the crowd. Oh, I want strangers. Nightmare. My parents, every time I'm in San Diego, can we come to your show? And every time, nope, no, you cannot. My mom's like, good. What, what can I do to watch your show? I'm like, get me on Conan and you can come. <laughs> That's smart because she'll never get you on Conan. Yeah. Yeah, the parent thing is hell. The, the old friend from high school is hell. The girl mm-hmm. you used to fuck is hell. It's all bad. It's all bad. We just want to kill and not be exposed as frauds. I feel like I could just, if there's no one I know there, I'm somehow looser. Same. And could goof around more. I just don't care. And if someone's there, then I'm like, ah, oh, I got to do my best shit. Yep. They got to see me kill. These bringer guys, you know, these guys like, I got to have 10 friends there. Or I freak oh, out. I'm like, an, I don't I, want friends there. Totally. My first few times I never brought, I would not tell anyone Same. I did. I do not understand the bringer mentality at all. Same. And we moved cities. You grew up in San Diego. I grew mm. up in New Orleans. So like going to New York was like, ah, I'll never see someone I know. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Yeah. 100%. These are all strangers. I love strangers. I think the people who do bringers are, for the most part, like cool and popular people. Yeah. That's why. So it's a different, it's a different mindset. Yeah. You're like, you got 10 friends. Who a will support you and b pay mm-hmm. and laugh? Yeah. I don't have those. My friends would come and throw shit at me. Do they have bringer shows in New York? They do. Yeah. Yeah. I never did one. Who do I, I got, know? I got tricked into one, mm. but I I because I listened to Rogan's podcast, I knew what they were and I knew to avoid them. There you go. Good for you. Because mm-hmm. also it's fake. Like they're your friends that are not going to let you bomb. Right. So you're not. Or even if getting... you do, it oh. feels even worse. Imagine yeah. bombing in front of all your friends. Oh my god. Kill yourself or quit. Thank you for doing the podcast. Oh. Is there anything uh, you want to say or plug? Uh, yeah, check out my special. Thanks for having me. Uh, praise Allah and Kids in Cages. You're for Kids in Cages? Well, if they're bad. Smart. Yeah, it's jail. Basically jail. Yeah, you're right. You know. All right, thanks. Big, big part of our country. Thank you. Comedy. Well, I'm glad I don't have to give you a ride to the airport. I thought I was. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. you have it you made it to the end of unlicensed therapy uh mark norman if you're wondering how i got him on the podcast i was featuring for him in salt lake city we have the same management company and we got along pretty well he told me he was coming to la to do podcasts and stand up and i had the courage i said hey while you're in town if you have time will you do my podcast he said yes still thought in my mind okay He's going to cancel. I'm insecure. He's not going to make time to do my little rinky-dink show. He did it. So thank you, Mark Norman, for doing it. I also wanted to give a shout-out to my two YouTube members. That's right. Some people wouldn't want to share that they have two members. I have two right now. I don't really advertise it that much. It's new. Whatever. I'm not going to make excuses. Thank you, Cubenzi Frenzy and AIM. Thank you for signing up and supporting my YouTube channel. 
If there are any perks you want me to do for you guys, let me know and I will do it. And hopefully we could get more members. But AIM and Cubenzi Frenzy, you know how to contact me. Hit me up if there's a little bonus you want per week and I will do it for you. I also wanted to read my Apple podcast reviews. I get an update now that tells me if there's any new Apple podcast reviews. So if you haven't left one already, leave one. It helps my numbers and I will read it if it's a good review like this one. New reviews for the week. Subject, Ari is one of the funniest comics I've ever seen. Five stars. Thank you so much. Podcast is always entertaining and funny and at the same time sort of soothing to listen to. Dot, dot, dot. Enjoy. Peace sign. By Shakemaker via Apple Podcasts from Great Britain. Thank you so much, Shakemaker. That is uh, too kind. I'm bad at taking compliments. But thank you for saying I'm very funny and that you enjoy the podcast. And thank you, more importantly, for leaving that review. I hope others will start leaving them and that we can grow and I could get little therapy patients to all support me. And hopefully we could all laugh together and learn about each other and touch each other. Really, when I see you guys, I hope that we can just embrace one another and maybe I'll rub your back and you could rub my back. Just things like that. Maybe a little arm massage. I could go for a little head scratch. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. And we will see you next week. I have I have like five podcasts in the can right now. I don't even know who I'm going to put out next week. I know Mark Norman's today. I don't even know who I want to do yet. I have like all these great podcasts in the can. It feels good. I'm ahead of the curve a little bit. I need to get ahead on editing now. Anyways, I'm done spilling. Go to arimanis.com if you want my merch. And if not, I'll see you next week right here back at the YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however the fuck you listen. God bless you.